So what? We watch anime. So what? We play League. We're just having fun. We don't care who sees. So what? We stay in. It don't bother me. Living young, pale and nerdy. Hello and welcome to the Reet Entertainment Podcast, episode 258 for August 9th, 2020. My name is Nathan Reeton Spruth. And joining me this week, we have Andrew Rowan McCain. Hello, it's me. I'm here. It's you. You know, I I was just listening to that, our opening song, and I like how every year that song is going to get more and more out of touch. <laughs> it's like, so what? We watch anime, which, you know, everyone's going to, you know, anime is probably going to be around. But then it's like, so what? We play League, and nobody plays league anymore uh and then uh add me on skype boy we don't nobody does skype anymore like Wait, it's just i didn't good. even know i didn't even know that that was a line in there oh you didn't yeah i think it, it's one, one of the, the ad lib things in the background yeah it's one of the ad lib things on the in the background it, it says uh add me on skype boy so it's just the more time goes on the more out of touch our opening is going to be and i love it so <laughs> uh Question for you: Where can we find you? Uh, go to go to Aroa.website. website. It's got uh, links. Did you, know, you it's like that link tree thing? Did you upgrade it? Uh, it's not done yet, but it's, it's, not it's done almost yet. done. Okay, it's, al- it's almost done. You're almost there. And what games have you played this week? So, uh, I tried to play Middle Earth: Shadow of War. And um, I played it for maybe an hour and a half. And uh, I almost almost immediately remembered, oh, yeah, this is why I stopped playing it. Because it, it's really the leveling. The leveling is what kills it for me. I really, really don't like that you can spend all this time and effort going and beating the fuck out of a captain or whatever. And oh, he's a level twenty-five, and you're level twenty-four, so you can't have him. You gotta, you gotta down-level him, and then go get him again. It's just really repetitive and frustrating. Yeah, that um, makes sense. So I only played that for a little while. Um, my family and I have gotten back into GTA Five for some reason. Um, which is now fine. you're playing? Is it PC? The PC version? Oh, of course. Okay, okay. Yeah. Not the um, PS3 version or the Xbox 360 version? No, although I did originally own it on uh, PS3 uh, and 360, actually. I, I pirated it before it came out on 360. Oh, nice. Good awful. good for you. Um, but, yeah. Uh, yeah, GTA Online is still somewhat repetitive. Um somewhat fun but also still very much bogged down by the uh by the cheating players that uh are still running off the shelf mods and able to do very wacky things in the game i don't know how they continue to allow that to be a thing they, uh, they don't star. yeah they um they don't do anything about it that's how they keep allowing it to happen <sighs> It's like 
are there really this many people who are willing to pay a ton of money into this fucking game in spite of the fact that there are so many other players who will come into your game and drain your money or will just fly around not not in a vehicle but literally like no clip style fly around and rapid fire rocket launchers at you while you're trying to do something like I every single time we have played in a public session, which there are some things that you can only do in a public session, and I hate it. But every time uh, we've ended up in a game with a modder who will be invincible and will just not stop sniping me every time I respawn. Because another problem that isn't even like isn't even because of the modders is that when you die you respawn well almost right next to where you died like it'll be down the block so oh. the person that killed you just has to spin around until they see your name pop up and then they shoot you again well i don't like, even i don't even think they probably do that they probably uh have an aimbot and well, so they yeah, click that, the button the modders yes uh, i'm just saying like even without them being like a, a modding person, like you, even even in the actual regular gameplay, it's flawed in that it, it emphasizes the idea of just having a constant shootout instead of trying to complete your job, because you're going to die, not be on your vehicle, and respawn right next to where you died, so that the other person can shoot you again. So you're going to have to try to kill that person. You kill that person, they're going to respawn almost immediately and try to kill you again. And in the meantime, the timer's ticking down that you you need to be completing the job that you're on. And it's just, it it's frustrating. I'm glad that there are private sessions so that you don't have to deal with that if you really don't want to, except for in the case that you want to do anything that actually earns a decent amount of money, in which case you have to be in a public session for some stupid reason. I hate it. Yeah, that sounds that sounds bothersome. I remember in high school, I had a friend who played a lot of we played a lot of Halo in high school. It was uh kind of what we did every weekend. And this guy was very into Halo. And we were talking about modding. And he said, "Well, you know, I would mod if everyone else is doing it, then I would mod my consoles just so I could be competitive." And I'm like, that's we should just get rid of modding because it it breaks it for people who just want to play the game. And the fact that Rockstar is doing almost nothing to get rid of hackers is really annoying. So who who knows what they're gonna do? They're probably just going to release GTA six and yeah. in like five years. And then we're going to have to worry about modders in GTA 6. And hopefully I, it I runs hope, well. I hope that they'll they'll fix it by then. Like, I, I hope that they'll, they'll have developed enough in the multiplayer functionality of the Rage engine that, that they'll be able to, to mitigate that problem. Uh, because right now it just feels like this is all possible because the single player and the multiplayer stuff are so very much tied together that uh, 
that they they're, they're really easy to to break like that which speaking of that i played fallout 76 for like two or three hours oh yeah how'd you like it? i don't like it at all yeah even yeah. with even in the current state which i have to give him credit um it's nothing like it was when it came out it's uh, true and i can tell that even just in the short time that I played, because whenever I went outside, it wasn't an empty, barren landscape with no one there. Uh, I was pretty much consistently talking to someone uh, the entire time that I was walking around. And it was kind of neat to be walking in the wilderness and just come across somebody's camp, like a player's camp. I thought it was a building in the game. Nope, uh, it's one first. that they made. Nope, it's one they yeah. made. It was really impressive because I I just I happened upon this cabin that was full of like trophies. And I was like, "Huh. All right, this is some interesting environmental storytelling." And then a player uh, walked in and was like, "And killed oh, you." Hey there. No, he didn't actually. He uh he used uh he used an emote uh to greet me. And then I realized I didn't know how to emote. And then I ran outside and logged out of the game because I got scared. You you got anxious because of <laughs> Fallout 7, interacting with somebody in Fallout 76. That's what you're telling me. Uh, Yeah, that's, I, uh, I, that's how bad my social anxiety is that I can't even interact with somebody in a first-person game like that. How I in the, the hell... How in the hell did you agree to meet me in person and let me stay at your house? It's because we'd been friends online for so long. Uh, that makes sense. Yeah, that's what, What's that's impressive just is that I responded to you in the first place on lordcat.com, whatever. Yeah, it was lordcat. Yep. That's, that was fucking however many years ago. I don't even think that website exists anymore. I think it lordcat... probably doesn't. I think lordcat... Um, kind of went the way of Spoonie and just stopped making content. Well, he's so. kind of he devolved more and more into uh, a conservative fuckwit. Yeah, he really time. did. He did. That's one thing about Spoonie. At least Spoonie's politics are good. Um, his everything <laughs> else sucks dick, but you know, whatever. Anyway, uh, did you play anything else? You played Fallout 76? You played um, GTA Online? Did you play anything else? Um, you know, I, nothing that really matters. I played Human Fall Flat, which is kind of a, kind of a, an older YouTuber bait game that uh, a lot of people played and it's, it's all right. Um, it's kind of, kind of easy to exploit, uh, right. which, which is kind of fun, but uh, it's very much like it, it was originally designed not for co-op. And then they added co-op, and now I can't imagine that game without co-op. So the whole time that I was playing it, I was like, man, this would be a lot more fun if I had somebody else. So, um, yep, that's uh, that's it. Go on now. Okay, so I, Nathan Reams Bruth, you can find me everywhere. Uh, of course, you can listen to the podcast at Reeton Podcast. We're everywhere. We're on Spotify. We are on TuneIn. Uh, we're on Google Podcasts, which I think they're changing Google Podcasts. Uh, which we should probably talk about at some point, but that's not a story for today. That'll be a story for next week if I remember to put it in there. 
Yeah, they're they're retiring Google Music, so yeah. who knows what's going on with that? Right. They sent me an email at some point, but I need to I need to refresh myself on that. So pretty much anywhere, look for Reet and Podcasts. Good news. Guess who is getting podcasts added? You haven't guessed. You're you're not gonna guess. So it's uh, Amazon. Amazon is adding podcasts pretty soon. Uh, and you can listen to it with the Amazon, whatever Amazon Music app, and uh, it'll be added to Audible. So once they they launch the podcasts, I have submitted our podcast to be added to um, to the Amazon stuffs. So anyway, uh, you well, can also maybe. find me. Yeah, you can also find me. I I didn't see your message, so I was like, I was trying to talk to you. <laughs> I was like, oh, guess. I'm sorry. I was like, guess on what this did. And then I was just like, you're not guessing. And I thought I lost you. So anyway. Oh, shit. Uh, yeah, Amazon, we, we've got, we've applied for that. So we have to get approved. But then that'll be in a link below as well once that's added. Um, you can also find me, you know, on Twitter at Reeton, YouTube at Reeton or Reeton Entertainment. Uh, you can go to my website, ReetonEntertainment.com, where I post most of my podcasts if I don't post a podcast that week fear not because there is a podcast button you can click on that and there's a playlist of all the podcasts so if i forget to include it in a normal post if i did post a podcast it will be updated on that playlist in the podcast section um you can go to my twitch twitch.tv forward slash reading as well i stream uh usually monday through friday uh, 6 p.m. Pacific time to 9 p.m. Pacific time, though those times may be a changing uh, because of some stuff I'll talk about in just a minute here. Uh, games I played this week. I played some Halo 3 on the PC, and I'm getting a lot better than I was. I was I was pretty proud of myself this uh, this this last week when I played Halo 3. I think it might just be that I've been playing more FPS games on my PC, so I'm just improving. But my KDR overall for this last week was positive, and that's really all that matters. There was one game where I ended up... I hate it when, when people leave the game. If they, if they like die immediately or they die a couple times and they get frustrated and they just quit, I really, really hate that. And uh, my entire team left. It ended up being 3v1 because one of their guys left and I ended up winning. I had plus like 14 at the end. I ended up I ended up winning the game. So I was really proud of myself on that. Uh I also think that one of their guys was team killing, which may have helped me out a little bit. So I'm not taking all the credit, but I was uh I was very happy that he ended up killing because he ended up I think he might have been committing suicide um or he was uh just doing team killing or or knocking down their shields and letting me kill them uh because eventually towards the end of the game he got booted so like not uh, he quit but he actually left because he got kicked from the game and the reason I played Halo 3 was because I was going to play some uh fall guys i was gonna play because i bought fall guys but 
apparently the servers were having issues because nobody, the, the the team didn't realize how many people were going to want to play that game because it's a fairly small team. And so they had to upgrade their servers, so there was maintenance. So I wasn't able to play Fall Guys, so I played some Halo. Uh, but this weekend I did hop onto a couple games of Fall Guys. Uh, I also played some Overwatch. I, you know, I'm pretty good at Overwatch now, so I did okay. And then I also played Persona 4 Golden, and I beat it. I finally beat it, Aroa, and I think I got oh. the good ending. I think I got the good or golden ending, one or the one or the other. Um, well, it's not like you got the best ending, because don't you have to, like... Oh, wait, no, never mind. No. I thought, you... I thought, yeah, you don't have to get all the social links to get the best ending. That's just to, like, get the, the best summon or whatever, right? Yeah, so I think that you do have to get the Marie social link all the way up to get the, the best ending, because uh, basically they added another... After the final boss, they added another dungeon with a new boss. So let, I'll just go into it. I played Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, uh, three hours a night, about nine hours, where I played Persona 4 Golden. And then... I, I beat the final boss, and here's my problem. I wanted the game to be over at the final boss, but there's still like 10 hours of gameplay after the final boss. Uh, so I think I beat the final boss on Wednesday, and then Thursday was just a bunch of storyline stuff. Gross. And I was like, uh, maybe I got another couple, three hours before I beat the game. So on Saturday, I sat down, and six and a half hours later, I was <laughs> done with the game. Um, so in Persona 4 Golden, they add a new social link. Actually, they add two new social links. They add the Marie social link, and they add um, another social link that I'm not going to spoil. Um, actually, you know what? Fuck it. It's a really. It's like eight years old. I don't care. So... The uh, if you don't want spoilers, you might want to just skip past this section. But um, the killer, the guy, the guy who started the crimes in it is a Dachi, who is a uh, he's an investigator, um, or he's a he's a a police officer. But he was like, man, I'm really bored, and he ended up killing a couple people. And they added two more social links, so they added the Marie social link and a new character who's Marie, and they added the Adachi social link. If you, and I didn't do this because I didn't, I got my Adachi social link up to rank two, but if you get it to what his max rank is by the end of the game, which is only level six, then you can actually side with him at the end of the game and just avoid pretty much going on from there. So that's the really bad ending is you're just like, no, you're right. Let's kill the world. <laughs> and and I thought that would be hilarious. Uh, but if you do it the normal way, the way you're supposed to do it, you end up going through another dungeon uh, because one of your friends is is trapped in the dungeon. You end up going through the um, the final boss fight, but it takes a while to get there because you have to like max out your social links. You have like a month and a half bef uh, in game time before you actually are able to go through that dungeon. So it it takes a while to get there. And once you're done with that, then you finally 
are able to end the game, even though there's still like another hour after you beat the game where you're just like talking to your friends and uh, just wrapping things up, and then you finally get the ending cutscene. Uh, I think that the Persona games are great games, but I played it for 82 hours. And they're and that's, essential JRPGs. They are, they are really, they, like, fi- most Final Fantasy games you can beat in about 40 or 50 hours. And I think that is a good time. I think that's a good amount of time to play a game. Uh, or, or a game like that, at least. And having an RPG that is, you know, 75 to 100 hours, it's just a bit much for me. And while I do love the games, I would love it if they had like a, a hey, let's speed up time mechanic a little bit. Just just let's, let's get some of this stuff out of the way because a lot of the days are kind of mundane. But anyway, good game. I had fun. Finally beat it. Um, one last thing I have to talk about is that technically tomorrow I should be starting a new job that will be a work-from-home job. Um, it, it seems like it's going to be okay. Everybody I've spoken to that I work with that I like my manager, I finally met my manager yesterday. Uh, they seem pretty laid back. Uh, you've worked phone support before, right? Yeah. Aurora. Um, now this is, this is not technical support. This is, unfortunately it's uh, reward member services for like credit cards and stuff which is going to be a, but I asked him because it's a fairly small company and I asked him how many calls they get in a day and how many, and how many calls like when I worked at consumer cellular, I did like 70 to a hundred calls a day. Yeah. That's, I asked him how many, what the call volume was. And he said, Oh, around 20 to 30 calls a day. Yeah, Which is... I, I just realized, actually, a couple of my ex-co-workers uh, from whenever I worked at a big company, uh, they went to, um, what the, uh, Merits is the, is the company. Uh, right. And that's, that's basically what they do, uh, is they're like, a, they're sort of a, a, an enterprise incentives program company. Like, they're the ones that whenever like has your sales team met their goals for six months in a row here let's let's have a let's have a party for them let's do all this shit like they're the ones that do that so is that is that sort of what this is but maybe for like individuals i it's it's uh like rewards points basically like you have a credit card and you you buy stuff and it gives you your credit card points and stuff like that. Interesting. I didn't think that they would have like a third party that would do all that for them, but I guess that makes sense. Yeah. So I'll be, I'll be doing that. And I was supposed to get my, so apparently they're sending me a laptop, but they're not just sending me a laptop. They're sending me a laptop, two monitors, uh, a mouse and keyboard, like the whole setup, right? The docking station and everything. And my first thought was, where the fuck am I going to put all this? <laughs> where am I going to put an entire other computer setup? And um, I'm probably not. I'm probably just going to hook the laptop and docking station into my current monitors. 
and call it a day. Just switch the dis- switch it from DisplayPort to HDMI, and then be yeah. good with it. Um, that's what a lot of the guys that I work with do. But now, I am getting uh more interviews. So there was somebody who wants to interview me tomorrow to do an actual IT job, and I will most likely, if offered the job, not take it because. It will pay roughly the same, maybe a little bit more, but it would require me to commute for an hour and a half each day. Oh, and even now? Yes. So it would be a 45 to 50 minute drive in good conditions to drive to that job and back. Oh, and that. yeah, and that's that's what I was thinking. I was like, even if they offer me a couple more dollars an hour, which they won't, then I don't know if I'm going to take the job because the current job is paying is going to be paying me 19 bucks an hour to work from home. And that's for the first six months while under contract. Uh, I did one other thing that I want to talk about before we actually move on to the fun, exciting stories. I took, uh, I, I, I had in, uh, not an interview, but do you know what the critical is? It sounds familiar, but I'm not sure. It is a test that you take if you want to become a dispatch officer. Oh, okay. Um, and I, the only reason I applied for it was because I have call center experience. Dispatcher, obviously, is going to be a lot more high stress, but it's also $26 an hour. So I, <laughs> I applied for it. Um, and I took the critical. And I did well in, they, they do different sections, and it's really weird how they do it. I'll try to explain it as best I can. There are, on the bottom right of the screen for most of the sections, you have, uh, like, police, firefighter, utility, and EMS, uh, emergency medical services. And so you'll be listening to a call, and on the top left of the screen, be putting in the person's, you know, last name, uh, first name, address color of the vehicle, you know, taking down notes and stuff. But every once in a while, there will be a beep. And when you hear that beep, you'll have to look down on the bottom right. You'll see, like, a person trapped in well. And you have to decide within 15 seconds of that beep where or who to send, whether it's a firefighter, police officer, utility, or EMS, uh, to that location. While still taking the notes from the call that you're listening to. So that's really, that's pretty difficult when you're, when you're taking a test to try to focus on two different things at once. Yep. I am, I am already out. <laughs> I did. Okay. So I passed those. If you score less than 70% on any particular section, then you fail. So I'm going through, I do about six or seven of the sections and then I get to the memory section. Now, my memory is, I like to think it's pretty good, but the memory section, the test is brutal. It will be like, it'll be super monotone, and if they said the word, or if they said the letters and and numbers faster, I think it would be okay. But it would be like, B, 4, M, L, 2, D. And you can't write down anything. You can't use a notepad. Uh, if you write down something, you immediately fail. They will. They will fail. The, you will fail the test. 
and you can't write it down like you can't follow along with it because it's a memory test so you have to do that uh and i failed that portion i i went to that portion of the test uh i ended up failing it and i took off my headset and the only other girl the only other person in the room was a girl and she took off her headset at like two seconds after i did and i was like <laughs> memory memory portion and she's like yeah that was fucking hard and so we both failed and so i left i was like ah looks like i'm not getting that job that sucks at least i have you know the job that should be starting on monday and uh i got an email on friday saying they want to bring me in for an interview for the dispatcher job wow yeah so apparently either i did really well on the other sections uh or, or they're desperate bad on the memory thing that's what i'm thinking um but you have to pass the critical to become a dispatcher. So most likely they'll bring me in and then be like, you have to pass this test. Uh, we think you can do it. You just need to practice type of thing. So, but they probably liked my, uh, my resume and the other, the other sections of the test that I did. And they probably think I can be trained to do the rest. So I'll be going into that interview. It's funny how I get a job and then the interviews start coming in. It's it's <laughs> weird. Um anyway, we're gonna move on to some some other stuff, like news stories that we are gonna talk about today. Um have you ever used Rakuten Marketplace? Rakuten I, had, I whenever you posted this, I was like, what the fuck is Rakuten? Why are you posting an article about this? Um, I've used it. I've used it before. Really? Yeah, I got my 1700, my, uh, my Ryzen R, is it R7? Ryzen 7. Ryzen 7, 1700 for 140 bucks from Rakuten. Wow. So, uh, so yeah, like I've used them before. They're pretty, uh, they've got some pretty good deals sometimes. And they used to be buy.com. And yeah, remember buy.com. Yeah, buy.com was purchased by Rakuten. And um let's just let's just go through the TechSpot article. Rakuten purchased California-based shopping portal buy.com back in 2010 for 250 million dollars. Buy.com seemed like a great name for the online retail shop. Short, easy to spell, and difficult to forget. A dream domain to own, if you will. Yet, in 2013, the Japanese conglomerate decided to ditch the branding in favor of the Rakuten name, which is long, forgettable, and nobody's going to go there, but whatever. Um, visiting Buy.com after the rebrand simply would direct users to the Rakuten website. Um, it's a huge Japanese store, so they're shutting down the, the U.S. operations, but they will still be up in, in Japan. Uh, it says in late 2014, Rakuten bought online sh uh, rebates like Ebates for $1 billion in cash, further, further bolstering its position in the U.S. e-commerce uh, space. The company was also an early adopter of Bitcoin, allowing shoppers to pay for purchases on Rakuten.com, which they are probably making bank with that. Being yeah. able to, with good job, good for them, good for them. Um, so Rakuten, the, the thing I wanted to bring up here was because I purchased from Rakuten.com before, 
I'm still getting emails from Rakuten telling me to buy stuff from Rakuten. <laughs> like, uh, let me just, I'm, I'm going through my junk email real quick. Shop Rakuten. Uh, earn a little guilt-free retail therapy uh, with today's deals. And I'm like, you guys are shutting down the company, but yet you're still whoring yourself out up until that very last day, um, which just, it boggles my mind. It, it boggles my mind quite a bit. Uh, but you can buy a uh, LG G-Pad 5, 10.1-inch, uh, 32-gig, 4G LTE black for 200 bucks right now. So, oh boy! If you, if you want that, I don't. Buy I don't know. An Android tablet. Yeah, uh, or you could just go to Woot.com today, and they have a bunch of um, Amazon tablets for really, really cheap right now. So, anyway, uh, I just but, thought it was funny. You've never used Rakuten? No, never even heard of it. I had no idea. I have used Ebates, but I had no idea that this company owned Ebates. See, I think it would have been better if they would have kept buy.com. Absolutely, but it's also like that's a very Japanese thing to do to sacrifice such an easy recognizable name just it's to just... replace it with their own branding because it's Japan and they have pride in their name. I I understand, but like they they should have just kept by like oh absolutely it makes it makes way more sense to to keep that as their name they're not a bad marketplace place as i said i got the the amd ryzen 7 for for like 140 bucks um which is a great deal uh especially at that time so cuz that was a couple years ago that i built that that streaming computer so anyway we're going to move on we're going to talk about playstation 5 um, this is, they're answering your questions on compatible PS4 peripherals, peripherals, and accessories. Peripherals. It's, that's a weird word. I'm sorry. Anyway, um, I can't say peculiar very well either. Anywho, um, the big thing out of this was that uh, which existing PS3 accessories will work on the PS5? Uh, specialty peripherals, such as uh, officially licensed licensing, uh, licensing, racing wheels, arcade sticks, and flight sticks will work on the PS5 with games supported uh, with PS5 games and supported PS4 games. The platinum and gold wireless headsets, which I have one of each, uh, as well as third-party headsets will connect via USB port or audio jack, uh, will work on the PS5, uh, so you'll either be able to get Bluetooth with the, the gold or, um, other web or other headsets, but you'll also be able to just plug them straight in if they're one of those headsets. Uh, the DualShock 4 wireless controller and PlayStation officially licensed third-party gamepad controllers will work with supported PS4 games. That's what I wanted to talk about. Um, I, I just would like to also point out, though, that with the headsets, uh, it seems that they are trying to specifically mention that Bluetooth headsets, other than the official Sony platinum and gold ones, uh, seemingly will not work. 
Yeah, uh, it they, looks they specify yeah. USB or audio jack only. Right. That that it does look like that is going to be a problem. Um so let's talk about the controller issue. That is um what's the word? Uh stupid. Yes, it is. It mainly because like are there any features on the PS5 controller that aren't present on the DualShock 4? I'm sure there's some extra button or some <laughs> I, I don't know. Some some feature or maybe the analog sticks are more sensitive or something like that. I'm sure there is something different about the PS4 controller uh as opposed to the PS5 controller. But what I think they should do is allow the developers to decide. Well, so allow the developers to just be like, do you want to support a PS4 controller or do you want to just support PS5 controllers? That's that that's what I would I would suggest if I, I were I, working at Sony. I can understand that idea. I mean I I get that you know you want to push for PS5 controller support. Like I would, I would be much more okay with it if it wasn't for the fact that I just, I can't think of anything that they talked about with the PS5 controller that can't be done by the PS4 controller is the thing. Like I, I can't think of any, any special features that they added. Uh, there's, I mean, it's just got the motion controls and the 3D audio pass through. Like, I I can't think of anything. Uh, maybe the 3D audio pass through. Maybe that's the the only thing. But again, I think that they should they should allow the developers to decide whether or not, or even have a a toggle in the game to be like, I'm using a PS4 controller or something like that, or uh, even have it where certain games will be like, yeah, this game will work with a PS4 controller, but if you want X feature that's included in the other controller, you're going to have to switch over to a PS5 controller. That's what I would do. There's a built-in microphone array. Uh, the share button's been replaced with a create button. Uh, it is shaped slightly differently i i want it to be shaped like a boomerang the ps3 controller was supposed to be i agree i want that yes okay so let's move on it says both the ps move motion controllers and the playstation vr aim controller will work with supported ps vr games on ps5 the that now this is a good thing um i believe that those ps move controllers have been working since the PlayStation 3. Yeah. So so uh, you can go between three different generations. I think that's really cool. I actually, um, I have two sets of PlayStation Move controllers. One of them is uh, the set from the PS3, and it still works perfectly well with, uh, with the PS4. Okay, let's... Is, that's really cool. Let us... Let us just read their answer uh, because they did. If you scroll down, it does ask, will DualShock 4 work with PS5 games? And it says, no, 
We believe that PS5 games should take advantage of the new capabilities and features we're bringing to the platform, including the features of dual of DualSense wireless controller. And that's like, that's where I'm like, what features? Exactly. I, like I looked up their the PlayStation blog's own article on the DualSense controller, and th there ain't shit. Like. At least nothing that they talked about there. Yeah, like... I I don't know. <sighs> um, and then it does ask, is the PlayStation camera for PS4 compatible with the PS5? And it says, yes, PlayStation camera will work with PS5 for playing supported VR games. It will require a PlayStation camera adapter that will be provided at no additional cost to PSVR users. More details on how to get the adapter will be announced at a later date. So, I mean, being that's as really cool, that is cool. And you are the only person I know with the PS, uh, PSVR. So, will yep. you be getting that adapter? Will you be getting a PS5? Yeah, first and foremost, I absolutely will. I, okay. I will probably only get a PS5. Um, I won't get the Xbox One Series Xbox, X. Xbox Series X. X. Yeah, whatever the hell. Um yeah. but yeah, uh that's that's really cool. I'm glad that they are bringing forward that support uh not requiring me to buy a whole new everything. Uh I honestly really hope that they'll release a new PSVR headset uh and allow me to only buy the headset and not have a new box and all that stuff. Like I, that would be really cool if it cost like $400 again and it was just a higher res headset. Right. Uh, like that said, I doubt that I would actually buy it, but it would be cool if they had that as, as an offering that yeah, also, you, you already the, have the, the vibe. So I, well, I have, I have the, uh, index. Like, Oh, that's, that, I'm sorry. Yes. The index. Yeah. I, I have the index, which is like the standard at this point. Like, uh, the only the only other headset that I would even consider buying at this point would be the uh, the uh, self contained Oculus, but I don't want to give Facebook money. So well, yeah, you don't want to give Facebook money, and also it's not as good. It's not as good as the Index, but being self contained is pretty sweet. Yeah, so... that, that's really the only thing is that it would be really cool to have that to have that functionality so that I could like play beat saber in my backyard yes that would be that would be pretty nice That'd but be I, pretty I, fucking tight yeah it would um let's move on to the next story we're going to talk about that the the you, you know which story we're going to talk about last it's the the big one and i'm gonna have questions to ask you um but we're going to talk about pikmin first and pikmin 3 can no longer be bought digitally on the wii u where apparently it was much cheaper and this is from GameSpot. Um, yeah. this is a story you brought up. So, mm -hmm. uh, it looks like it was $20. Yeah. So on the Wii U, it was part of the Nintendo selects line of games, which, uh, if you remember, even I think back in the PlayStation one days, Sony greatest had a hits, similar baby. thing. Yeah. They had uh, Sony greatest hits, uh, where you could get a $20, really good game. And that was what this was. And like, yes, it was on the Wii U, which only 
uh, me and and a few other people bought. But you know what? It, the Pikmin Three was one of the only good games on the Wii U. So I have two. Well, that's that's just sad. Uh, um, I got one from a thrift store uh, for really cheap, and it has a broken screen, which is really sad. Yeah, that that's very sad. Yes. Uh, but yeah, so Nintendo recently announced that uh, you can get uh, the Switch version of Pikmin 3 soon. Uh, it's going to be called Pikmin 3 Deluxe. comes with the DLC from the original, plus you get uh, some content where you play as Captain Olimar and Louie, and um, I, I think there's some other little nice bits and pieces in there. Uh, although, honestly, I feel like it might be an objectively worse experience because you're losing the second screen functionality, which was pretty fucking nice in Pikmin 3. I don't know if you ever played Pikmin 3. I did not. But uh, it was really cool to play an RTS-style game with the honestly pretty precise touchscreen of the Wii U. Kind of similar to whenever they re-released Pikmin 2 on the Wii. I think that's what I think that's what it was. Uh, I think they did. I think they did. Yes. I don't. It, it was either Pikmin one or two. I think it was two. Uh, well, they they did that whole thing where they released a bunch of GameCube games on Wii with upgraded uh, controls. Um, and it it was it was kind of like that same thing where you had a really precise control method, and so now they're releasing a slightly upgraded but also slightly downgraded in some ways version of Pikmin 3 for $60. So you're paying $60 for a seven-year-old game. Um, And then not only have they done that, but they removed your ability to buy the Wii U version of the game from the eShop, meaning you have to find a physical copy somewhere to be able to buy it. And that's honestly like... It's it's both gross from the perspective of Nintendo's being greedy, but it's also gross from the perspective of Nintendo is a company that has routinely tried to like pride themselves on how much they care about the past and all that, but then they remove the ability to play the original version of this game. They are, they're actively destroying an element of the past by doing this. And like, I'm somebody I I'm, I'm a weirdo who, if I had enough space, I would have an archive of every game that has been released up until this generation. Um, but I don't. Uh, so luckily they're mostly on archive.org, but uh like I, I i find this just disgusting because nintendo is is being not only a bunch of money grubbing assholes which they have really really been on the trend of being lately but they're also being hypocrites in some ways where yeah it, you know like like this is the company that started the whole here, buy a bunch of retro games because retro games are cool. Look at how much we care about our company's history and and all of this. And 
now they're actively trying to get rid of that in the name of profits. Right. They did the similar thing, it says here uh, from this article, as as Nintendo everything points out. Nintendo did something similar when Donkey Kong Tropical Freeze was announced for Switch. So if you're buying, uh, if you're trying to buy a digital copy of any of the few Wii U games that have not made their way to Nintendo's new console, it might be a good idea to do it sooner rather than later. So, I wonder if you can buy Mario Kart 8 on Wii U. I don't know. I have no idea. Uh, but anyway, let's move on to our next story. Uh, this one is another uh, story that has to do with some big companies. And we have one that's NVIDIA and one that's ARM. And apparently, NVIDIA is reportedly in advanced talks to buy ARM for more than $32 billion U.S. dollars. That is this, a lot of cheddar. Yeah, this would be, this would be an absolutely insane thing that would be bad for everyone would it be yeah absolutely why Why would it be bad so arm currently is well arm originally was an independent company um they they were just a chip manufacturer they did their own thing and at some point i don't know when they got bought by this company called softbank which just kind of bought it uh, because it would make them a lot of money. They're not really involved with any other tech companies directly, so they're essentially just a third party. Um, That's a good thing, because it means that they can sell their chips to Qualcomm, Apple, Samsung, uh, whoever, Uh, NVIDIA, Um, because that's... uh, uh, if if I'm if I'm right, I believe that that's how like Nvidia does uh, the video encoding on their graphics cards. I believe that that's a dedicated ARM processor. Oh, so the NV the NVE and C stuff is done by ARM. I think so. Okay, I may I may be wrong. Um, so with Nvidia looking to buy this company that means that they have incentive to deny selling to qualcomm samsung whoever uh and this would be absolutely devastating to these other companies would they necessarily deny selling chips to say apple well chip designs yes Yes. Uh, yes yes they would i think initially i think that this this is something that we could see like NVIDIA using to strong arm, say Apple into switching back to NVIDIA graphics uh, for their Mac pros, for example, or strong arming console manufacturers into using NVIDIA chips in, in their designs because currently the, well, even the PS4 uses a dedicated arm processor for uh, video encoding and uh, background uploads and downloads. The PS5 will likely have a similar setup. Um, well, I to back up there, I believe that if if they have if like PlayStation 
or uh, or I'm mean, sorry, if Sony or Microsoft has an ARM chip in their new consoles, that deal is probably already written in. Yeah, that's yeah. already written in stone. So but I'm saying the PS6 or ah. the Xbox Series XY. You know, I'm I'm thinking like in the future, if this sale goes through, what happens to all of these companies? What happens? with Qualcomm because Qualcomm is a direct competitor to Nvidia in the mobile space even Nvidia had and I think still has their mobile processor platform that they've mostly I think uh started using more inter- more with like uh well I mean uh, hardware and like cars like embedded systems I mean but you but but also the switch oh, well, yeah, the Switch, um, and they they put them in uh, the the Nvidia Shield, uh, that kind of stuff. But like, this could easily end up being something where they put pressure on companies like Samsung and LG to be like, all right, well, why don't you put an Nvidia processor in there? Because yeah. why would you put a Qualcomm SoC when you can have our Nvidia SoC? for a lot cheaper and you know it, like yeah they, they could easily push qualcomm out of the market and essentially make them i i don't know like i don't know I, what happens here because arm is such like it's basically ubiquitous in terms of the mobile market uh mediatek uh is the is the only other like major processor manufacturer i can think of they too use ARM. Like ARM is the only platform other than x86 that's really used in anything. So having a chip manufacturer have ownership over that is super dangerous. I really think. Also, uh, there's a comment here that makes a little bit of sense. Uh, It says, so SoftBank bought ARM for $31 billion. But yet they want to sell for $32 billion. That doesn't make sense. Unless they're losing money on ARM, which doesn't seem to be the case. So why would they, if they're making money, why would they be interested in selling it for not a lot of money? I mean, yes, it's a, you know, a billion dollars is a ton of fucking money. But for, for the amount of the percentage returned, Unless they're losing money hand over fist, why would you do it for such a low percentage for your return on return on investment? Uh, somebody below mentions that SoftBank, as a company, has continuously fucked up, and maybe that's what it is is that they're trying to make money back by selling off ARM because ARM isn't really growing so much as maintaining their market value? I don't know. It looks like SoftBank in the last five years has went from, uh, has went up $16.69. Up from, up like in the last five years? In the last five years, yeah, they went up from about 15 bucks to or about $14 to about 30.45. Yeah. 
in I mean, the last five years. That's not a lot of growth in five years, unless they've split at least once, which maybe they have. I know, but I'm saying that they're, it's not like they're losing money, right? They are, yeah. they are continuously going up. They're honestly so, not that big of a company now that I look at them. Like, like all, all things considered. Right. Uh, according to Wikipedia, their net income in 2019 was 1.45 trillion yen. Yeah. Which like sounds like a lot, but that's only like several tens of billions. Yeah, only only several tens of billions of dollars. Uh, yeah, but, but like in terms of in in terms of massive corporations, like that's let's see, their total assets are thirty one point one eight trillion yen. So like that's mostly well, going off of this, that's probably mostly ARM. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it looks, it sounds like that's ARM, and then maybe they got a couple billion hanging around. But uh, that sounds, that's weird. We'll, we'll, of course, inform you more, the listeners, on uh, this as, as things develop. I, I think it, it would be a bad thing because, yes, it looks like they might want to try to monopolize the market. Uh, so that would be a, a bad thing because monopolies apparently are bad, but we'll, we'll keep you abreast as, as to what's going on. And if arm gets purchased by NVIDIA, so our last story, we have a, a last story and this one is the Google, um, pixel four a has been announced, but also they announced the pixel five and the pixel four a five G. Uh, but they didn't give any specs on the 5 or the 4A 5G. They only gave specs and review units uh, for the 4A. And what is the 4A? The 4A is the Google Pixel budget phone. Uh, it's still a little expensive, but it is it is their budget line in the 4A phone, or in the 4 series. And... I will be honest, it looks a lot more appealing than the Pixel 4 did to me. Um, let's talk about some... Uh, first off, let, I'll get some of your opinions. What, like, just not not anything too technical, but what do you think? Do you like the 4A, or do you think that it's a shitty product and shouldn't have been made? Well, I don't think it's a shitty product and shouldn't have been made. Um, I still don't have a ton of interest in it uh, mainly because i'm buried so deep in the ios ecosystem at this point yes. but i i do applaud google for keeping a budget device around and a budget device that sort of in the same vein as the iphone se isn't like isn't a bad product by any any stretch of the imagination Right. Um like it has a headphone jack, which is really yeah. great. Hey, uh, hey, I told to you I told you not to get too technical. Headphone jack. That is technical. We were gonna talk about the specs. Okay. Well that's <laughs> that's fine. But like I think that like the headphone jack is like a huge deal because somebody who buys a phone like this probably doesn't have a pair of Bluetooth headphones or, or earbuds or whatever. Uh, either because they're just generally low tech or don't really see the value in them. 
Right. And or or have... they might they might have it and then just not that like some people just prefer the headphone jack because you can get better audio out of a headphone jack than you can Bluetooth. So some yeah. people just prefer and, it. And maybe your car still has a tape deck and you can just plug the t- plug the cassette adapter in there. No, okay. So so my old car I didn't have a uh I didn't have Bluetooth, but I had an aux port. Well, yeah. There are there so, are a lot of cars that have aux ports now too. Yeah, so I had a 20 or I had a 2007 uh Saturn Ion which did well, you know, had a CD player and stuff, but there it was did a not Saturn with an aux port? Yeah. My my wow. uh my Saturn Ion. Yeah. Um and so but it didn't have Bluetooth. So that's what I use to listen to the radio, or I'm sorry, to my Spotify and stuff on the way to work. I would plug it in, and it would be great. You so, didn't listen to Spotify. Uh, no, it was not in 2007. Was, you didn't. <laughs> well, no, I I didn't buy. I bought that in 2012 or 13, something like that. I I bought it several years after because it was only oh, okay. it was right. only like sixty five hundred dollars. I didn't yeah. even think about that. <laughs> yes. You think I bought a car brand new? Bought a brand new Saturn in I, 2007. I graduated in 2005, or I got my GED in 2005. So that would have been two years after, while I was still in college. Actually, <laughs> I wasn't even in college there. I was working fast food at Arctic Circle, making 25 cents above minimum wage. I was not buying a new car in 2007. But let's talk about the specs. Uh, so it's got a 5.81 uh, inch 1080p or 1080 by 2340 OLED with uh, 443 pixels per inch with a hole punch camera, which I actually kind of like the design that they put there. It doesn't have a notch. It just has a little hole punch there. I was very happy to see that there was no notch. And it has a it has a pretty much an edge to edge display. Not not all the way to the edge, but the bezels are very, very small on this phone. Um, bezels, don't underestimate them. Don't underestimate I, how important they are. I don't mind bezels. I don't mind them that much either. Uh, dimensions and weight. Uh, it's five point seven inch, I assume, by two point seven inch, uh, by zero point three inches, and it's one hundred forty four grams. It's got a 31, uh, 3,100 uh, milliamp hours battery. 31. Oh, wait, 3,100. You're right. 3,100, yeah. Uh, Excuse me. Now, here's the thing I like about it, and the reason why I'm considering upgrading. It has 6 gigs of RAM and 128 gigabytes of storage. Well, are you still on the Pixel 2? I'm on the Pixel 2 with 64 gigs of storage, and it has 4 gigs of RAM. Uh, so I, I'm considering, uh, we'll talk about the rest and we'll go into that. It's got a Qualcomm Snapdragon 730G processor, which is a pretty mid-range processor, but it is eight cores. Uh, the rear camera, what? There, I don't even know what Qualcomm is doing with Snapdragon's naming. Uh, it's like, awful. It is I just terrible. go off of, it's, it's a 700 something. Okay. It's probably good. Yeah, seven or eight hundred, it's probably good. Uh, the rear camera is—I like the camera on the Pixel, 
but I really wish that they would improve the megapixel range because they've been using the same 12.2 megapixel thing since the original pixel, I think. Um, I don't even know what the 1.4 UM pixel with. I know that's not a U. I know that's not a U. Uh, it's got dual pixel phase detection, autofocus, OIS, EIS. Uh, it's focal length. It looks like it's 1.7 equivalent aperture. Um, and it's got 77 degree field of view. My friend James is a, uh, it's a camera expert for, uh, for like still cameras. Right. And he probably hates everything I just said. (laughs) (laughs) Um, it's got video 1080p at 30 frames a second, 60 frames a second, or 120 frames a second, 720p at 30, 60, or 240 frames a second, and 4K at 30 frames a second. I really wish, uh, because they've been doing 4K at 30 frames a second since the original Pixel, I wish that they would bump that up to 60 frames a second. I think that's uh, down to Qualcomm, isn't it? It probably is. Because uh, I think the image processor sits on the SoC. Yeah, it probably does have to do with the the Qualcomm Snapdragon 730G, and they may just leave that feature out to make it more appeal. Like, they put it in the big boys, like the 800 series, but not the 700 series. Yeah, I can see that. Um, The front camera is 8 megapixel uh, with a 1.12 pixel width. I don't know what that means. Is it ohm? No, that's not an ohm. It's micrometer. Or microns. Micron pixel width. Uh, 2.0 focal length equivalent aperture. I don't know. 84 degree field of view. Um, It's got stereo speakers, headphone jack, USB-C. Does not have wireless charging. uh, Does not do 5G, but does do 4G, obviously. And it includes an 18-watt USB power adapter. No headphones are in the box. Which is fine. They did not mention something else here. Does not have face detection for unlocking your phone. But really, it does not have face detection because they did not uh, put in the the Pixel Four has like a weird chip in it that allows you to do the the face detection, and um, they did not put that in the Pixel Four A. But it does have a fingerprint sensor, and I. And it's in the same spot that um, all of the other Pixel phones had their fingerprint sensor, which is beautiful. I love it. I love the fingerprints. I, I love the fingerprint sensor as opposed to face unlock. I um, miss the fingerprint sensor so often. I don't know why they they'll put in the face detection. That's cool. I understand it. People, there are probably people out there who really like it, but I don't know why when you add a feature like that, they feel the need to take away another feature that, uh, that people love. Apple does not like to have anything redundant, I think is, is the main thing. But, but even, I don't agree with that, but well, even the pixel four did it. The pixel four didn't have a fingerprint scanner. (laughs) So. I, well, I don't know. It, it's because they were trying to, they're trying to ape Apple. That's true. That's like, true. that's, that's what every phone manufacturer tries to do besides like Oppo, I think. 
like Oppo and a couple of other Chinese manufacturers try to do something cool to make their phone stand out because they know no one trusts them in the first place. But uh, oh, uh, one other thing we should talk about is the colors. Um, just uh, black color. Yeah, it's just black, and that's not even a color, technically speaking. <laughs> so, uh, just uh, black is the only color you can get. Apparently, they were going to do more colors, but because of uh, the the current pandemic that we're in, they were having problems uh, with production. So they that's also part of the reason why it got delayed so much. I think the uh, the wireless charging thing is also fine because that means that they can put a metal back on it, and it looks like that's what they've done. Yeah, um, yeah. Um, I really don't like the like. I get it. Wireless charging is a cool little feature. You know, it's been around for like 10 freaking years now, but all of a sudden that's the, that's the hot new thing because Apple decided to put it in their phone. But like, now, I, I'm going to, I'm going to just go on a tangent here, but technically speaking, and I believe it's been done before. Can't you get a case that will basically it plugs into your USB C port and then you can add wireless charging. Well, yeah, but, like, then you have something plugged into your USB-C port all the time. I mean, but is that a problem if it's a case, if it's going to be there all the time anyway, and it adds a feature that you would use? No, I guess not. Yeah, yeah, actually, and that would probably be safer than unplugging and plugging back in a charger all the time. Because it, be it would be less wear and tear on that port. I just... I don't know. I don't care about wireless charging is my thing. <laughs> Me neither. Me neither. And and like I would prefer to have my phone completely made out of metal instead of having a big glass back that could shatter when it inevitably slides off of something because wow, what do you know, glass is kind of slippery. Yes, yes. I I kinda like the glass back, but yeah. Anyway. I you know, um, I'd be okay with the glass back if they would get rid of the the camera bump. Yeah, that makes can, sense. Can, like, can we can we have that then? Like, uh, just can we? Can I, we I would stop be okay making concessions like this. Well, and and the fact of the matter is, when you make glass like that, if they would make it like two millimeters thicker, it would be pretty much indestructible. Yeah, but for some reason. You know, because partially because of consumers and partially, I believe, because they want to sell more phones, they won't do that. And, you know, consumers want things to be as thin as possible. So if you add, you know, even just a little bit of thickness to both sides of the phone, people may complain about it and be like, oh, it's chunky. Uh, Which I think is also like something that was created by Apple artificially. Yeah, yeah. Because, um, like, Apple kept hyping up the fact that their phones kept getting thinner, and so then everyone else was like, oh, we, we must make phone thin. Make yes. thin phone. So the phone is, the, the Pixel 4a is $350, which is a really good price, I think, for what you're getting. I think that's a fantastic price for... Some, everything combined 
I think that this is already the most like the most popular Pixel phone that's ever been released. More people have already bought this phone than like any of the other Pixel phones individually, not all together. Um and and it com- it's competing with the iPhone SE, right? That's the that's the one that the 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 cool boys have is the iPhone SE. Well, yeah, that's what the that's what the poor people have. Well, I actually kind of I don't like the SE cuz I don't like iPhones in general, but if I were to go for an iPhone, I would probably get the SE because it does have that I uh, it's it's an iPhone 4 design, right? No. Oh, okay. Not anymore. Oh. No, uh, the, okay. The first the first gen SE was an iPhone 5 uh case. Uh okay. the current iPhone SE is an iPhone 7 design, which I still think is far superior to the iPhone 10 design. Like, uh, I have an XR or 10R, and I every day wish that I could go back to using my iPhone 7 because I it, it was the last one to have a screen that you could comfortably reach all the corners of with your thumb. You didn't have to use it two-handed. And yeah. the stupid XR, I have to use two-handed to be able to, to use effectively. Otherwise, I'm stretching way across the screen to do a lot of things, including typing. Now, so, if, they, if they made an iPhone today... Um, let's say they get rid of the, the, be- the giant bezels for the most part, but it was in the same body as the iPhone four or the iPhone four S would you want to buy that phone? Absolutely. Yes. Because it's, it's, it's a lot smaller fits in one hand. You can easily one handed type with it. Um, and you can probably fit some really, really modern specs in that. Um, yeah. But compared to the iPhone SE, I think that the Pixel is a way better value. The Pixel 4a. Um, I'm an or I'm an Android guy, so I would automatically say that. But the Pixel 4a, but it's also a hundred dollars cheaper for the same amount of storage, yes. and probably better specs. To be honest. Yeah, and the the cameras are pretty comparable, but I think that the Pixel 4a has a slightly better camera. The Pixel has the advantage of having Google's AI backing it. Yes. There is there is no comparison uh particularly with night shot like Oh yeah, night sight. It's well, it's it's like night and day. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, yeah, so my question is, because I have the Pixel 2 XL, uh, I like my phone. I haven't had any problems with it. But when I saw the Pixel 4a, I was like, maybe I should get it. And so I went to go see, because I have Google Fi, so I can just buy the phone on my Google Fi account, and it'll get here, and I can activate it and get rid of it, or get rid of the other phone. Um, it, would be, it would add an additional $14 a month to my cell phone bill. And I'm I'm highly considering actually just picking it up because an additional fourteen dollars is not a lot of money, uh, even even in a monthly term like that. So my question to you 
is what are your thoughts on that? Do you think that the Pixel 2 to 4a is a significant enough jump to actually warrant just just picking up this? I think that, yeah, in terms of like just maturity in terms of Google's hardware uh, manufacturing and and software design, they're probably doing a lot more to make things work well on the 4A as compared to the 2. Uh, I'm assuming that the 2 still gets software updates. I don't know. It, it does get software updates, I believe, for another year. Um, but, but that's it. Like, I, I would imagine that you're you're going to get a lot more mileage out of the 4A than you did out of the 2, and definitely that you would continue to get out of the 2 just because Google has has made a lot of progress in terms of of maturing their their platform overall. Uh, Now, will the 730G keep up with your current processor? I can't say, because I just don't know so I... it looks it looks like the 730g is about like it's it's like one percent faster than the than the processor in the uh pixel 4 i'm sorry, sorry the pixel 2 xl that's fair so enough. while Whatever. you were saying that while you were saying that i purchased the pixel 4a it's on pre-order <laughs> i just wanted somebody to be like you should do it um also, it's it's fourteen bucks a month. It's not like it's gonna break my bank, right? So, um, I'll be getting that in. Uh, it releases August twentieth, and I'm uh, I'm kind of looking forward to it. So, uh, that's kind of all of our stories for today. Uh, do you have anything else you'd like to say before we leave? Um, no, I don't have a joke this week. I'm sorry. Okay. We will be back next week with some more exciting news. I'll tell you all about my new job. Oh, fuck. I totally forgot to tell you. Uh, I haven't got my equipment yet for my new job, which I think I did. I did mention my equipment, but I didn't actually get it. It's supposed to be here tomorrow morning, Monday morning at 10 a.m. is when it says it's going to launch by. Um, But here's the problem. UPS doesn't deliver at 10 a.m. at my house. Oh. I'll be lucky if I get it before like three. Oh. So I talked to my, my manager called me. He told me what was going on. And he's like, Oh yeah, it should be there by ten AM on, on Monday morning. And I was like, Oh, who's it going through? And he was like, Oh, it's going through UPS. I'm like, ah, it's not gonna happen. Just just not gonna happen. I'm not gonna get that until afternoon. It might be here after five PM. I don't know, because UPS sucks in my area. So He's like, oh, that's fine. It's whatever. Like, my, all the people I've spoken to have been really laid back. So, that is pretty uh, sweet. Yeah. Anyway, uh, again, we will be here next week uh, talking about some more stories. Thank you for joining me this week, Aroa. No problem. And uh, goodbye. <laughs>